Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring. Hello! I'm going to do it all out this way, this time, because that's the way it's fallen. Welcome to Richard Herring's Edinburgh Fringe Podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rehev. Oh, love to see you all. Thank you for coming. Um, it's, uh, I don't know where we are now. I don't even know what number this is. There's a lady with blue hair. and How crazy is the fringe? Blue hair. It's insane. Is that your natural hair colour? Yeah. Okay, good. Could be. Marge, it is for Marge Simpson. I oh, know she's made up. Uh, so uh, I've just received, I've, I was thinking I've just received a thing that I'm assuming is a, a prize for the, the draw. But then I thought maybe I shouldn't open it on stage in case it's a pipe bomb. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Could be. I don't know if they have anyone checking for bombs in there. And so I'll, I'll save that up for tomorrow. Uh, we've got some prizes for later on there. Uh, uh, and uh, you can win two tickets to see Sarah Millican's sold-out show if you've come here today. One of you is going to win two tickets for the show of your choice. That's very nice of her. She's uh, added those as well as lots of other things. Um, as well as the uh, Alternative Comedy Memorial Society tonight, which I'm on at. So you can see me again. Don't know what I'm going to do. It's got, you've got to do kind of crazy sort of Stuart Lee stuff there. So... <laughs> You know, it's not proper jokes like I do. <laughs> like I do. And I just want to send out a message. I've heard um, that uh, uh, the film guest on the show, Ray Peacock, uh, and who obviously does other podcasts, I've heard the sad news he's got kidney stones. He's been there in tragically in pain. <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain in, in hospital. So I just want to send out, there's nothing amusing about that. <laughs> there's not a part of me that finds that funny. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, get well, Sue Rainey. I hope, um, hope the kidney stones, the medieval disease you've got, is. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's kind of. I'm quite impressed because uh, you know I've never had kidney stones, so I'm quite impressed that Ray Peacock's managed to think up doing that on his own. That is so. That is that is quite impressive. And I've, I've heard a lot of people out and about um, referring to me. Uh, that I've, I've hopefully put, got this King of Edinburgh thing to bed. I've kind of tried to stop people doing that. A lot of people I've noticed this year have been referring to me as the spirit of the fringe because I'm doing so many shows. And uh, you know, I did this podcast with the snooker thing. A lot of people are saying that's the spirit of the fringe and doing the... And don't get... Because the thing, the problem if you start all calling me that, there is a, an award for the spirit of the fringe. And it just will be, confu- it'll be confusing if, it, if like the public speak up and, start, and they start saying what well, it will make the awards look ridiculous when they don't when they don't choose me my 22nd I know why don't you choose someone who's playing in the 700 seat theatre to be the spirit of the fringe like you have for the last three years that's the spirit of the fringe isn't it fucking idiot uh, so 22 fucking fringes I've done so no I mean, that, that's not I've got to be like that's the spirit of the fringe right the spirit of the fringe is to not complain that other shitter people are doing better than you uh, so um, <laughs> And I did the horn section last night, which I thoroughly recommend. I went, I've went. i been quite tired because I've been doing lots of shows and um, on the Spirit of the Fringe. And um, I wasn't really looking forward to doing the horn section. I hadn't massively enjoyed it the year before. I'd, I think I'd chosen bad. The show's amazing, but they do a bit where you have to pl- you know, do a routine with the band behind you. But the actual show itself is amazing. It's like life-affirming uh, and uh, lift, heart-lifting. And I actually went in really tired and came out, even though I'd done a small amount of work, came out feeling like I nearly stayed out drinking all night to be honest that's how bad it was but luckily I I drew myself in but if you want to go and see the horn section I thoroughly recommend it's good I think they do an actual kids version of it which is a genius idea but the uh, late night one isn't uh, you could take kids to it as well you learn about music it's interesting not funny but it is interesting (laughs) 
Anything else happened? Well, they, sorry that we lost the first minute of the show. Yes, I thought we'd lost the magic trick that I did, but it apparently was still on there. And uh, this is going to be quite distracting for me, you sitting there like this. Uh, so I'm trying to work up here. <laughs> did you think about that before you came out? That you're, that's usually where Colin sits. It's like having two Collins. Uh, it's looking up at me. <laughs> Slightly more intimidating. It's, it's lovely. Don't, don't ever chat. I'm allowed to look. I'm 46 years old. I'm allowed to look. I'm allowed to look. That's all I'm allowed. Ah, oh. uh, you can still see you've got quite a short skirt on as well. So you can't if you cover up the, the top. The sorry, it's turned into something. Uh, Operation U Tree will be taking into account. Thank you for coming to the show. What's your name? Laura. Laura. Where are you from, Laura? Australia. You're from Australia. Have you come specially to see the uh, Edinburgh Fringe podcast from Australia? You've been in London for two years. Have you come from London especially to see the Edinburgh Fringe podcast? Yeah, that's good. It's very nice of you. Uh, <laughs> are you are you here on your own? Ah, oh, that's a shame. That's not, it's good to know, though. Is, you know, does anyone, does anyone, have you told any of your family where you are? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, they'll be worried about you. <laughs> I can always lose the first couple of minutes of this podcast as well. <laughs> there are no witnesses. What was I going to say? I've got, I got distracted. I genuinely got distracted. I had something very important to say, and it's gone. Uh, so, the, thank you for uh, for joining in. Uh, so, I can't remember what it was, but anyway, let's uh, let's introduce our guest. She's a fringe highlight. I think it's, she's been on twice before. I think the general consensus is it's two nil to me so far in terms of being. That is generally what the... You know, not everyone agrees with that, but I think on a judge's decision, I have won both of the... Not that this is a competition... Usually, <laughs> when Sarah Millican comes on, for some reason, it is she is the star of Marriage Ref. That is what she is best known for being in. We are talk mainly about that. Will you please welcome Sarah Millican, ladies and gentlemen? Sarah Millican. She was. Oh, she is here. She was doing a wee. How are you doing? Hello, my love. Marriage Ref. Love to see you back. So good luck with today. You're two nil down, as gener- generally. <laughs> Generally marriage ref, that's what you brought up. Marriage ref, yeah, how was that? Any good memories of being on Marriage ref, your most um, famous I remember uh, Jerry Halliwell came on and uh, to be one of the other marriage refs and she, um, she was tiny and made me feel like a fucking wardrobe. <laughs> um, but then, then she sat in her seat and the, the guy came over and said, you're going to have to sit on a cushion and I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Jerry Halliwell! <laughs> I how got small is she? How, t- how She's tiny? tiny. She's like, really tiny. Yeah. Like she a... had something in a flask, but she wouldn't tell us what it was. <laughs> it wasn't an arse. <laughs> <laughs> what was the marriage ref? Because it's not... If you look up you on IMDB, which is what she gives all the TV credits, oh, does it? Okay. marriage ref isn't on there. Oh, it's not. It, it, it doesn't removed. even exist. They only have the American marriage ref on IMDB, which is a strange. It was like a whole series. Right? I didn't get... It got shown on TV. No, it was just in your head. It was like, okay. <laughs> Marriage, what are you talking about? Never heard of it. <laughs> Never. Uh, I don't know why it's not on I, I've not looked at IMDb. No, you have a look. I, I, sh- I will now. That's what I'll I do. type it in. Can, I t- is it, can you change IMDb like you can Wikipedia? Yeah, uh, I, don't, I think maybe you can if you uh, pay to join it. I think you can add your oh, own fuck credits. that shit then. Yeah, no. right. <laughs> you might be able to. But uh, yeah, no, I think you do because I, 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 I once did edit something on there. Uh, just did you take the marriage ref off my page? <laughs> I did, yeah. I just obliterate. It's quite good if you just obliterate shows that you don't like. Um, I, I have to talk to you. I, you know, I've never. I've always found you physically repellent. Uh, like, uh, it started, hasn't it? It started. But 
I'm going confused. But I am confused this year because I'd always assumed there was no you know, sexual attraction. Between, obviously, one way, but not the other. Uh, and um, But then I saw season two, episode four of Sarah, the Sarah Millican television program, whatever it's called. Uh, and uh, yeah, the end of that. And funny enough, if you go to YouTube, the, it's the third favourite thing. Is there, oh, a, no, is it? There's a thing. Oh, that's disappointing. You, go there, you put Sarah Millican in, you get like something from Mock the Week, some, not, something from um, Michael McIntyre, something else. And then episode, series two, episode four. There's nothing else <laughs> of that. So I think I might not be the only man who has become enamoured. Enamored, can't even speak. That's how uh, much it's got to me. Uh, you, you have the cast of Geordie Shoreham. I, d- I don't even know what that is. There's a girl with kind of blue hair in that, I think, or red hair or something. Are you from Geordie Shore? Okay. Uh, it's a TV programme where people have sex with each other, I think. Is that the idea of Geordie Shore? Yeah, yeah. that's basically it. Uh, so a reality show is just about cocks going into bum holes and stuff like that. And fannies. Oh, fannies as well. That's nice yeah, fun. yeah. I didn't realise they did that in uh, the Geordie areas. Uh, I thought it was only, only <laughs> anal... Only anal... <laughs> Start there, so you know where the other one is. Okay, cool. He doesn't know anything about sex, does he? He's a placer. I'll yeah. put, a pla- I'll put a placer in here so I know where I've got a, a pl- like playing golf. Like a bookmark. Yeah. <laughs> a cockmark. Oh. But uh, they they dressed you up as a as a Geordie Shaw person. They did, and and I uh, well they put me in heels that were uh, how much is that? How much is that? That's uh, well, that's <laughs> you don't know how much. Uh, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to divide by two. I'm just trying to divide by two. I'd say that was about 12 inches. <laughs> very tall shoes. They put me in very tall shoes and I couldn't walk in them. Like, and they were like, oh, that's funny. And I went, no, no, no. This is the first recording because it was the first recording. Right. And I thought, I'm going to break both of my ankles and then we have to do the rest of the, the series. So they allowed me to have slightly uh, more your sort of size right. heels. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I still couldn't really walk in them, as you could see. But yeah. when I came out after the revelation and they painted me and it was, uh, oh my God, it was horrendous. Amazing. And <laughs> I looked so fucking horrific. You look so... And I got so many messages from so many men like you. Going, <laughs> oh, no, was... no, wrong, fucking wrong. It was all like you had all big eyelashes on. Yeah, the eyelashes. Everything was on display. It was like this young lady here. She's everything was on. There's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with it. (laughs) But I'm a 46 year old man. I'm trying to work up here. You can't do this. Is this what you think work is? (laughs) Bless you for having a go. Um, It's very very hard work. It is doing. When, I, when I came out all dressed up, uh, even my boyfriend didn't recognise me. Really? He he thought, oh, they found another one from Geordie Shaw. <laughs> they just choose late or something. He had no you're idea all, that it was you're me. You're all women. It's, you had your, we saw your legs. We saw yeah, but your, your, yeah, you had but no glasses on. Yeah. Just, I think that was, the, that was the difference. Oh, really? Yeah. It's I like could take a, them off for you it, now. It's if like, like in, you know, like in Wonder those, Woman. Well, you're the sitcoms where women take off that and they go do that and then suddenly... That's porn. That's not sitcoms. It's like... It's like Beauty and the Beast when it's like when it's like when, <laughs> it's like when you know like in fairy tales where someone kisses a frog and then it suddenly turns it's like that. Then it turns Just into take. a slug and it makes you happy because that's the kind amazing. of woman you like. But you know, I've, I still think about it quite a lot, and then I just, I just, I just watched it just before I came. No, I did. Just to remind myself. Where were your hands? <laughs> uh, they were uh, above the table, but um, only because my wife was in. Uh, so 
And your wife is so lovely yeah, that you not, have such an odd idea of I what would, women should be like, and she's not like that at all. If you were dressed up as Geordie Shaw all the time, I would kill her immediately <laughs> to, to, for and one then, second. Because the then I would reject you. <laughs> 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 and you'd be in prison. I Hooray! Everybody fucking happy. <laughs> it was an amazing thing. I would uh, look. Just put uh, Sarah Millican into YouTube. It's almost the first. Here, I'd probably if you put it in new porn as well. It'll probably come up quite. It'll probably come up quite quickly. There's a lot of gentlemen will be enjoy that. There's uh, we've uh, Susan Kalman revealed on this podcast that there's if you on YouTube there's a. There's a sketch show where she was completely naked, painted oh, yeah. green. I've seen, seen that. that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She jumps out of a wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't actually looked it up yet. I can't believe I haven't had a, really? had a look. You know, because I like some... If I had you, to could, choose... you could have watched her rather than watching me again. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> I will be watching it. Now I know where it is. Oh, <laughs> I feel <laughs> bad. Um, tonight when I'm making love with my wife, I will be imagining... <laughs> I'm going to be imagining it's you. How does, how does Dressed that as a slut. <laughs> how does that? Nice, you know, nice. you just could just wander around most city centres and find <laughs> women who look like that. Yeah. Do okay, you? You do, don't you? He <laughs> <laughs> already does. What else have I got for you uh, in the question bag? I'm going to ask you an emergency question because I've dried up uh, okay. for the first time, surprisingly. Dried very quickly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm dry as well, just so you know. <laughs> If you, um, well, let's say, um, well, this is good. This is a question I asked Susan. If you had to choose, first of all, this is a preliminary to the question. If you had to choose between your partner dying or leaving you for someone else, which of those would two things would you prefer? Dying. Dying, good, yeah. Obviously, so, that's, that's not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, imagine he is dead and uh, you are looking for a new partner to, and you decided against your better wishes to get married again but you're going to marry one of the Muppets, one of the characters from the Muppets. Which character from the oh, Muppets? So so because it was having sex with a, a bad guy from uh, Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Yeah, I've moved on. It's, this is more mature now. Oh, yeah, it's about, it's not just about sex. It's you're married now. I'm married, so I okay. thought you'd bring it into being... I was married so last year, So which Muppet can I... Yeah, well, <laughs> which yeah, one would you marry? Sure. Yeah, I am yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 16. I, I'm annoyed because, you know, I could now... They've Now you're allowed to marry men as well, and I committed before I knew that. So I... <laughs> You wanted I to leave your options open. I, you know, I, I Do you, have you had many offers from that area? Well, no, because I'm married now. But if I if I was, no, but previous to that, had you? Well, no, you hadn't had your really, love. No, you just had really. the one offer and you took it. And nobody can blame you. Um, so which Muppet would I marry? Would you marry? Yeah, you'd have to have sex with them as well, obviously. Or you didn't have to when you well, want, when you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just argue and yeah. bicker. Um, well, it couldn't be Fuzzy Bear because he's really annoying, isn't he? Yeah. Just doing the jokes all the time. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit yeah. like your current partner. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not my current partner. Current. You might call them current. I like forever. Um, I've never got divorced. Like, so Because uh, nobody married you for years and years. That's why. Uh, you had to wear somebody down. Um, I had office love. Uh, I, oh, I don't know. The one with the piano. Uh, Ralph. Ra- Ralph. Rolf. 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 Yeah. Rolf. <laughs> like, fucking yeah, Rolf. Rolf. Okay. <laughs> okay, aficionados. Uh, because that would be nice and musical. Yeah. And he's got, he's got sort of nice hair and he's quite curly. It's a bit like a chest, isn't it? Big ears, something to hang on to. That, that, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, that is a really good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Why haven't I been out with somebody with big ears before? 
<laughs> they, get, they get bigger as you get older. It's about the only thing that... Oh, yeah. So I'll go out with a 70-year-old man. Because <laughs> yeah. he's the same size as his fucking head. Uh. Um, oh, I nearly asked you a question for uh, Milton Jones there. And that's the problem with this, uh, this book. Uh, what was it like being on Celebrity Mastermind? <laughs> <laughs> I've been asked a couple of times, but I'm, I don't consider myself a celebrity or a mastermind, <laughs> so I just turn it down. No, I was, I you was can't have like biscuits as your subject. You can, you? can, probably can. You couldn't have penises. That's what I wanted to do, <laughs> and they wouldn't let me have penises. Really? Yeah. Why not? Um, I think they felt it was too rude for for the show. But I was, you know, it was going to be an academic level. I wasn't just going to get yeah, it mine out just... and wave it in John Humphrey's face. <laughs> you probably would have done that. How many at, points if you'd won, <laughs> you would have done that though. A little helicopter. <laughs> Celebration. <laughs> Don't like it when you look at me when you do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Put it back in, God. <laughs> um, what you were quite a swat at school, though. I, I, you worked very hard yeah, at school. Yeah, I did. I was. Yeah, I liked. So you would be good at celebrity mastermind. No, because I don't. I don't. Really I know. I don't know enough, like about one thing. I don't. Right. I just and I don't want to learn. I don't. I, I left school. I don't want to do a project <laughs> Why would, and also it, I hate the idea of anything that would show you up to be stupid because I am in some areas mm. like I, I really I fucking love pointless I love pointless so much but I couldn't go on it because while I could tell you a pointless answer for Gene Hackman films <laughs> I couldn't tell you m- loads of things any geography at all I can't do any geography it's so very, I just, it's, it's too very wide mm. like last last night I watched pointless I mm-hmm. like pointless a lot uh, and uh, last night the final question was name uh, one of the actors who plays uh, any of the escapees in the great escape and I can name all the main ones, but I couldn't have named any of the things that was pointless. And that's one of my favourite films, so I wouldn't have been able. To so you know, they, they didn't. The people, the people hadn't even seen The Great Escape, so that's <laughs> oh, quite that's a. That's bo- always my favourite bit, though, when they when they have to name books by an author they've never heard of, and they're like, "The Dark Forest, <laughs> uh, Double Murders." And they just name titles of books that don't exist, and it's my favourite bit of the they show. They did do that with that. They got Steve McQueen. They went for Steve McQueen, Paul right. Newman, who isn't in it. And James Hadfield or something. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine if they, you have more choice, more chance to do. Maureen Lipman. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't anyone name any of the actors from the Great Escape that would be a pointless answer who didn't see Pointless yesterday? I saw it yesterday and I still can't remember any of them. There's I, I, Ives. I thought you know the guy who plays Ives. Do you know the Great Escape? No, I've I'll never take you through it. Dum, 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 dum. We open on the. the, <laughs> oh, the, whole <laughs> thing. the whole thing. We open on some like, trucks being driving. T- I know the film's r- back to front. But, but you don't name, know it that well. I couldn't name the actors, though. The Ives, really the guy who plays Ives. I'm getting very close to getting where happy. And that isn't even me doing a stupid Scotch accent. That is exactly how he speaks. And he's the Scotch one in The Great Escape. I'm getting very close to getting where happy. I can see that pin down there. Why? Uh, that's uh, Donald Pleasant. I don't know if I want to see it now. It no, sounds rubbish. <laughs> You've not sold it very well. <laughs> that's a, this is Steve McQueen going over the fence. <laughs> oh, he's got over the first one. Shame he didn't just do both of them at the same time. That would have been much more effective. Anyway, let's see if we can get over the second one. Oh, no, he's fallen in. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> I'm Ruined. Still on, I'm still on Milton Jones' page. Um, uh, so uh, I've talked about the marriage ref. I've talked about that. Uh, when you Google uh, Rehef, which you want on there, yeah. thank you, uh, <laughs> two related searches come up. Only two. So this is when people have searched for Rehef, this is the related search. One is Rich Chain, British Comedy Guide. The other is Sarah Millican, Brass Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. 
curious. I bet it's changed since then as well. <laughs> it has. So you, you must have revealed. But that's... Does that freak you out that somebody... the questions at the end. It was, yeah. Did you it reveal? Just, you didn't just ask it was me in the interview and then I told you what it was. No, it I was, should have thought of that. It's a good emergency it. question. What is your bra size? <laughs> and I brought you a bar. I guess I brought you a bra along. Uh, does that creep you out that somebody... That means that somebody has searched for Sarah Millican bra size and then been taken no, to the Richard Harrington Edinburgh Fringe podcast page. It must be a disappointment. I think it's quite thoughtful. Do you? Well, it's better than just guessing, isn't it? It clearly means, clearly means at some point in the fringe I'm going to get a present. <laughs> and um, I was watching you just before I came out on the... Oh, not in the street. No, no. It's, I've, I've, been on, I've been on YouTube. I had a little yeah, scroll down. Yeah, we already know about your else. YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, and I saw you on uh, Graham Norton's show with... Uh, we talked about one of the other ones you did before, but you were with uh, Cameron Diaz and oh, Rod Stewart. Is that Rod a recent Stewart. one? Yes, that was the last one I yeah. did. Is that kind of... It's sort of still weird to see you uh, it's, kissing it's Cam, Cameron Diaz. And, and, and sort of, again, if you could dress up as Geordie Shore and next time you kiss Cameron Diaz, that would be ideal. <laughs> it, it is. It's if you prepared to work around... Work your TV yeah, commits yeah, around my masturbatory It's all habits. about you. It is. <laughs> if you could do that for I like me. that you have habits, though. That's good. <laughs> Uh, it is. It's odd to be there. Though. Yeah. It's very odd to be there. She's very sweet, though. She was very normal and very likable. Yeah. Uh, Do you think she Rod Stewart was eyeing her up a bit, and she was an old Rod Stewart fan? Was there any yeah, backstage there was, gossip going on? Yeah, well, because normally I end up, I'm always on the end of the sofa, which I hate because it means that these two proper people, <laughs> proper <laughs> celebrities, have a conversation, and I'm like, uh, uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> trying to get in on the conversation and never really managed. And this, so she, he loved her because she's amazing and yeah. she loved him because she used to have a hairstyle like him and they had this and I was just sitting on the end thinking, I might just go home. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I've got a hotel room waiting. Uh, so it is really, it's really odd. It's nice though. It yeah. is kind of, it's, it's, but it's peculiar. But you can play to the audience and you play to Graham and then you can get funnies out. Do you fine. become friends with the celebrities afterwards? Have you been round to Rod Stewart's house afterwards? No, uh, weirdly, I didn't get invited round. No. Even when I met P. Diddy and he invited me onto his yacht, that never fucking happened. Uh, <laughs> turned him down. No, um, no, I, no, no, no. no. It's, it, it's too too far apart. Uh, Cameron Diaz did ask for a copy of my DVD to watch on the plane on the way home, <laughs> which I thought was quite awesome. <laughs> I was quite pleased with that. But no, you don't. You don't. You should have asked for a copy of Charlie's Angels too. In return, <laughs> if you got any of those together, I've got a big lock up full of those. <laughs> What, in case I needed reason. a coaster. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. I mean, I'm not even friends with you outside of this. No. So there's no need, no, is well, there? You know, it's dangerous for you to be. At <laughs> yeah. least you're safe if it's in this environment. So I'm even slightly worried for you when you come backstage to me when the stand-up act's on, to be honest. I've asked I think a lot of people member of staff concerned. to be in the room all the time. <laughs> Just in case he gets a bit... <laughs> Honky. <laughs> well, you know, we think my feelings for you have changed. If you know, if my wife does die in an accident, a I get quite a big payout of money. All right, okay. Uh, You've organised that, have yeah, you? And B, <laughs> long as they don't find out it was. If I, I think if they find out I killed her, then I probably don't get the money. Yeah, well, it's a good but job this isn't going to end up on the internet, or anything, it is. isn't it? Yeah. But as long as she just dies of natural causes in some way, then quids in. Your quids I'll be, I'll be like going, oh, that's sad. Yeah. But the money I've got will help me attract then, another wife. And also, <laughs> or a husband. Or a husband now. So, you know, that's it. I can know. But she's very nice, my wife. She's all right. <laughs> she's okay. I reckon I could do better. I mean, I waited 40... I waited... 
I wait 45 years, but you know what? If in another 45 years I meet someone better than my wife, she's the best from the first 45. You'll be dead then, love. I might, I might not be. I'll still be there. And then I meet someone going, oh, I wasted my time committing myself to that still one. Still perving away at younger <laughs> women. Another, she might be, you know, she might be young, she might be older. Might be, I might go out with a 100-year-old <laughs> <laughs> and then insure oh. her and then think of the, the money you get for that the lovely <laughs> pattern you've got there uh, your wife is lovely and, and is. I think you've done remarkably well <laughs> <laughs> but behind the scenes she's a kind of monster she treats, she treats me is that uh, because of you have you turned her into that <laughs> yeah, she wasn't I when I met her she was pre you <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you an emergency question because my wife will be annoyed that I've talked about it and, I'll be, and now I'll be in trouble I love you really I love you loads that was a joke she doesn't like those please don't of, leave me go on and like that like <laughs> please stay with me I'll listen back to this in five years time going why did I do it I like well, I would say that I'd listen back, but I won't. <laughs> I couldn't be even be bothered to listen back to the other two we did to check on what questions I asked. That's a, um, the two that I won. Is that the two that I won? I think. Yeah, I think yeah, it was closer. I mean, the thing is, I am a man and you are a woman, and thus you I are win. a dis- you're at a disadvantage in being funny because. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. you know, I think taking into account that you're a woman, mate, and you doubled your points because of that, <laughs> maybe that would you'd have won then. If thinking that men are funnier than women makes you feel better about your career, then you <laughs> stick with that flower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing the long game. I'm playing the long... Yeah, but how fucking long? <laughs> it's a very, very, very... You haven't got time. Very long game. Uh, but when I break through, it's going to be a, quite a sight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I'm will be quite a in, sight. <laughs> I'm going to dress up in the Geordie Sushore outfit. Oh, female. It'll be good. It's very nice. I'm just imagining it. So it was that there. It was all there, Sarah. Uh, you're, a, you're, a, you're, you're a wonderful woman. Um, uh, talking but, of that, but what re- age were you... Repellent, normally. What, what, age, what age were you breastfed until? Um, I refused the boob. You refused it? I did, and my mum still reminds me now really? that I turned it down. Yeah, wow. just wasn't interested. Just you know, more of a more of an ass kind of baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that does that happen very often that people t- that babies refuse to drink their? Own yeah, I think it does. Do we? Do, 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 does anybody know? Anyone no, else refuse their mother's breast milk? Young. Everyone's Nobody too young. Else. What? Oh, to have a baby. Yeah, so, not to have been a baby. <laughs> so was, everyone's older than a baby here. Yeah. You imply my audience have just literally been born and are still existing off of the, the embryotic fluids that they got. I'm implying, oh, I was implying that maybe there weren't many mums and dads in. Yeah. Are there mums and dads in? Yeah. yeah. Did anybody have experience of a baby refusing the boob? You, your baby was straight. No. Yeah. You yes. did. Thank you. You did. It, but what, yeah. The first boy, the first boy loved it. The second one, felt, I don't want, I don't want these sloppy seconds. I don't have to turn after that. This slag, she's already had one on here. And see that? Get the teeth marks. I was the second child, so maybe that's why. The second one didn't want it. The second one didn't want it. What did you do? Just give him Mars bar or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she gave. You say you were bottle fed with yes. a bottle. Yeah. That's interesting. That's a good question, Nick, because that brings up lots of interesting it's, uh, Well, it's boob-related, so it's it a good is, question for you. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's boob-related, but it's about the less appealing function of boobs. The, you mean the, the main less, one? Yeah, the lesser yeah. function. The lactation. That's We don't want to think about that, do we? Unless we've got very specialist <laughs> interests. <laughs> 
Or just no milk in the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> Fridge. Cupboard. The cupboard. I sometimes have UHT. Don't judge me. <laughs> Don't you have UHT when you travel a lot? Oh, you've gone away for home, though. Yeah. Do you do you not do you have a, a, an emergency milk in the cupboard that could last for twenty five years? No, I don't really like it. I don't. I don't. No, I but if you need a cup of tea, yeah, I'd rather have just a black tea than with your. Oh no, milk but that's it. weird. It's because you're a bit posh. We used to have carnation all the time. We don't oh, get that. That, stuff. that is posh. Is it posh? Yeah. <laughs> no. On our no, tin, no. on our tin, tin peaches. That was what that was. Mm. Used to what pudding used to be. If you had to choose between being a, a badger or a cow. Which would you choose and why? Um, am I wild? <laughs> you, can't get, <laughs> you can't get wild cows, wild can you? Cow. Well, there must you? have been wild cows originally. Of course, you know, they've been... Human beings have farmed these animals and bred them especially. So, you know, the wild, the thing that was a wild cow probably wouldn't be recognisable to you as a wild cow. I, think I suppose I'd there's those ones in Scotland that they're on the toffee. There, that's like a wild Island cow. Cattle. Yeah, that's their the wild. ones on the toffee. <laughs> that's how they've managed to stay free. They make that toffee, and then the, and they they live off the profits of that. I think I'd be a badger because I yeah. don't think I'd like to be milked without permission. <laughs> uh, I'd like because badgers are vicious as well, aren't yeah. they? So I could get that side of me out. Yeah. that would be quite nice. And then just run in front of a car when it all got too much. <laughs> Uh, someone, the short uh, life, but someone, it's a good uh, one. Hannibal Bress argue, was talking about wanting to be a honey badger, but um, someone emailed Bo. in. What? Bo oh, was it Bo? Yeah. Oh. You know, I think he didn't know what a badger was. I think Hannibal Barres, I get all American He didn't confused. know what a badger was. I think was. The, someone emailed in to say he thought that Hannibal Barres was thinking of a beaver rather than a, than a oh. badger, because they don't have badgers in America. Oh, that's so, so sad for them. We should send a couple, like on a plane. <laughs> we send a couple, then there'll be a lot of them, and they'll kill all the other animals in America with TB. Hopefully a few Americans. Hey, are you with me? Hey, hey, come on. It's, the, it's acceptable racism. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about that, back, you know, when we were talking about you mixing with famous people, that you are getting increasingly ever more famous and rich and successful. And how is this? And how much do you hate that? Yeah, quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, I love it. I love to think of you in your big mansion that you live in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a swimming pool and uh-huh. tennis yeah. courts. Yeah, that's what, that's what McIntyre's got. I've seen a picture of his house. Where did You've you see that? the picture? It was of in it. the newspaper. They had an aerial photograph of the house he was buying. It's kind of right in the middle of nowhere. He's got a t- tennis court, swimming pool, big house. You got anything mm. like that going on with your? No, he, he works hard though. So, but it, a tennis court. I think that's a bit. Useless, isn't it? What would you do on that? I think he, I think he mainly plays tennis on it. But uh, uh, you oh, could well, also do like you could play. We used to play football with a table te- with a, like a tennis ball at school. We could do that if you go the other way across. Right. You get some kids in and play. But <laughs> you wish you football. had a tennis court so you <laughs> could do, do all of your fun games. That would be good. Uh, no, uh, I don't have a swimming pool. I'm not. I'm not a strong swimmer. I would. I know that I would die. Yeah. Uh, I'm on my own. I just slip. I'm quite clumsy. I, I don't always have slippers with backs in, so sometimes the slippers are just those flip floppy ones, and I would just fall in and drown. Right. And do, you, do you find that? But do you find like being famous? Is it changing your life in unpleasant ways, or do you think it's mainly better to be it's uh, successful? Of, than I think not? I like being successful, but yeah. famous is a bit weird. It's yeah. a bit weird when people look at you because normally I just assume there's like a snot hanging <laughs> and who knows sometimes maybe there is and I'm like oh somebody recognised me off the telly um, 
so that's a bit weird when people look at you a lot because I don't really like being looked at like that. I just yeah. I find that quite odd. But um, but uh, the success bit is nice. I'm having yeah. a nice time. I enjoy, I like my job, which is you know that's all I ever wanted was to have a job that I loved. Yeah. Does it affect you in terms of going out and stuff, or can you still go and do the same things? Uh, you take off your glasses and dress up as that woman from Geordie Shore. You can just walk around. <laughs> yeah, no one would know it was you. Apart from you, yeah, which I'm is dan- <laughs> that's danger enough, really, I'm for me. I'm just trying to convince you to dress <laughs> up like that again. That's <laughs> take my chances with the rest of the world <laughs> rather than you, if that's all right. Okay. Uh, I don't really... Why do you like, go out? You mean just out, out like shopping Yeah, maybe and stuff. shopping or... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fast. I just move everywhere quite quickly. Right. And I sometimes wear a hat and that's about that's the difference that's it yes. that's all I do I just yeah it's, it is quite it's quite peculiar but nobody's ever horrible nobody ever wants to punch me in the head it's always nice things yeah. so you can't really complain we can change that uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can work on that but you, do you find the, the do, you, do you read criticism do you read the reviews and stuff when you get shows or do you not uh, no I'm not uh, I'm not allowing any press in my show this year because okay. I've I just think it would be more useful for the critics to review other people and mm. I'm sold out so I don't need the bums and seats and so yeah, right. uh, <laughs> you've got a big room you I need to yeah, yeah yeah um, big empty room yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard it was quite echoey when you talked you know, I um, could have just gone in a small room and had it been empty I don't yeah, know why I thought the need to go Sorry, greed is a terrible thing. Uh, no, no, I, so I just didn't think there was any need. So I haven't had any reviews this year, and it's really nice. And also, I'm trying not to read them anyway, because I just, I don't think they're for us. No. I think, I, Carl Donnelly, lovely Carl Donnelly, said that their uh, reviews are, uh, critics are professional audience members, so they're to help the audience choose what to see. So they're not actually for us to read. So I'm going to try no, not to read them. I think true. it's quite a sensible way of looking at it. Yeah. And stops me crying as much, <laughs> <laughs> which is always nice. But it's you, get, you, get, you know you are. I think once you get successful, you do start getting kind of really unpleasant. Crit- it seems in the, this country well, yeah, that you just, get unpleasant yeah, criticism for no real reason. Yeah, 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 of course. And and I just I think I could never get like a, even if I did an amazing show, I don't think I'd ever get a five star review ever again because no. I just don't think people feel like they can. So that's what I tell myself. Well, it's sort of it's sort of weird because I've saw, I saw one critic being really I'm just nastily unpleasant about you. I won't I won't go into details, but I, you know I've got it. I've got it on have my you, computer. Have you got it to read out right <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> but you know, but it really was just that uh, terms of like I'm knocking her because she's successful. It really was. Yeah, and it's because uh, so, they don't even pay for their ticket. Like no. an aud- proper audience members pay for their ticket. And if I'm keeping them happy, then I'm that's my job done. Sure. So sorry if that's no, it's good. It's I, not a funny answer. No, do you sorry. know? I was trying to be all serious, and, and I'll try and get a bit more. I'm going to do the uh, going to do this Stephen Fry question. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers, Are you fingers leading cro- up to the suicide fingers question? Cross, yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed. What is it like being Sarah Millican? <laughs> you are such a bad one. <laughs> uh, what is that? Your, is that a genuine That's question? That's a genuine question. It's asked by uh, Chris Evans' son. Uh, ben Evans asked that question. He's 11 years old. So please have... Uh, and the Badger question was a child's question as oh, well. Oh, was it? I, I just assume that your questions are yours because no, I've, they I've, are all like... Children's questions. <laughs> 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 but I find that actually getting children to write them, it just makes them purer than, than yeah, I, less, I could ever less be. Less cocks in yeah, them. Uh, uh, it's nice. It's very nice. I'm having a nice time. I'm enjoying the fringe, and then I go on tour, and then I've got some time off. So yeah, but all, there must be is... a dark side to that as well. And there's, the, there's the positive side, but there must be the, uh, the well, dark side Well, coming on this of... show is always a pain in the arse. Because <laughs> uh, I always feel sort of like raped by the time I've left. <laughs> Uh, just because you are so, I'm so glad that we've got we've not had a table before. Yeah, me. I, I'm glad that we're allowed a table between us because you are too 
grotesque. Is that a right word? Is that the right word? <laughs> you said I was repellent. Fuck off. <laughs> I like the flirting you're doing with me this year. <laughs> I like that you think that's flirting. <laughs> that's quite adorable, isn't it? <laughs> I like that flirting. Um, and uh, have you ever had a near-death experience? I'm doing a show about death this year. Have you ever uh, come close to actually dying? Are you, are you not, like, on, not you don't on mean stage, on stage? Like, actually, literally, uh, like a suicide attempt would be good, for example, <laughs> but, or, or just anything. No, um, I, haven't, I haven't had anything. My sister saved me from drowning when I was very small. Wow. Uh, but I don't remember much about it. Just every now and again, she reminds me that I owe her everything. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Uh, apparently she she pulled me out and I went ow my arm but she'd saved me from drowning but I was still like ow my arm uh, that's it no everything no. else has been relatively on this sort of live side of living um, yeah no sorry you, nice, right? I mean who knows if you keep asking the question I might go away with different thoughts <laughs> yeah good I might you know get, there might be something you've hidden away that you might come out what do you it's going to come out it, now yeah, <laughs> with you in front I'm a very of an good, audience I'm a very good interview I lull people in. <laughs> usually I'm not quite so predatory with Stephen, with Stephen Fry, with Stephen oh, no, Fry, this, this is just specially this for is me. This is for you. Oh, you and thanks. Calman are the only two that I'm ah. at, 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 at like this. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she warned me the other day. <laughs> I already know, love. I already know. Susan Calman attacked me today because I said uh, uh, Sarah Milken is always one of the highlights of the podcast, and she came up to me and said, "I'm not going to speak to you anymore." She said, "What?" Because I thought she said, "I thought I was the highlight of the podcast," and I said, "I said one of the highlights, Susan." It just says one of the highlights. Well, she's needy, isn't she? She's is needy. So I said, "You're I- the highlight," and then she went away happy again. I know how to cheat the chicks. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon. Uh, I reckon I'm in there. So me and Susan Cowman. She drove me to drink last night. Yeah, yeah, so I heard. Yeah, you don't drink, but you did I drink don't, last I, night. I'll have like two pints of shandy a year. I'm just not a drinker. And then, but I had one of my pints of shandy last night. <laughs> I've never drank at the fringe before. So was it was a pint of shandy. I thought it was a half. It a was pint. a pint, but I only managed about a little bit more than a third <laughs> before I started to get quite giggly and I started texting people and Susan said don't drunk text uh, and then I got back and I passed out and then I woke up with a bit of a head wow I think it might is that allergic do you think I might be allergic I think it could be it doesn't seem yeah. oh, it was great very, very, I had a smashing time don't get us wrong very very cheap date gonna have a third of pint of shandy from yeah. <laughs> well we'll see I'm going to give you some shandy backstage and we'll see <laughs> Well, I didn't get up to anything with Susan, so no. I'm not going to get up to anything with you. Probably. What about the three of us together? That would be a. That would be, me and Susan have planned a show. We haven't done it yet, where we reluctantly have sex with each other. Uh, I expect and, you're and used to that with women, are you? Well, it's like a, I think it's like because neither of us actually want to have sex with each other. Though we have a little frisson between each other, but it would be actually be a double rape. We would both be raping each other, oh. so that would be kind of quite interesting as an artistic statement. And also, people would pay to come watch us trying to reluctantly have sex with each other against our wills. I think you would just put you in, in any room with <laughs> just any woman, and that would be awkward enough to, to have so? the same effect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've won again, haven't you? Uh, so not yet, but it's, not I'm, yet. Getting it's getting I'm getting close. there. It's getting close. Yeah, I was coming back with my. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, you are. Uh, <laughs> What's it like to be Milton Jones? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think happens after you're dead? Do you think there's an afterlife for you? Uh, Milton uh, is a religious man. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not religious, but I. Th- sort of think I've seen a ghost so oh, I don't do know That's how to explain that yeah, did I ever I... ask you that question? I don't know have you ever seen a ghost? yes what happened? see the way I made uh... them, I weave that in he's going to cut that 
little bit about it. See, yeah, see how I got idea. that out of her? That was amazing, the way she Yeah, yeah. She and then I'll tell you about the suicide in a minute. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, I just saw what looked like an old lady go into my sister's bedroom, but sort of see through. And, and I, I, don't, I don't know what it was, but... That was a ghost. Made my sister nearly shit herself when I told did her. She, did she see it as well? <laughs> no, she, nobody no. else saw it. I was on my own. Yeah, uh, yeah and it could be mental illness. That's the. You could you could oh, be mentally ill. Yeah. Oh really? Like if, like just seeing things that aren't there. Yeah. There's, if no one else saw it, that's gone dark now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't if thought about that. We Thanks, could test because uh, if Colin was here, but he isn't. If Colin's been replaced by an attractive Australian. Which Hello. is very, it's very wrong. But Colin usually can you see? Well, actually, I can't see him. Can you see Colin in the front row? They might be there. Is he there? Can you see a strange uh, chair, figure? Well, the chair's not pulled out enough for him to be sitting well, on it. A, so uh, he's standing. Is he standing? He could be as a ghost. He could be standing. It's a shame right. he hasn't been in for a bit. I hope he's all right. Do call Colin if you're listening. In. <laughs> I do worry about you. He comes a lot. Did you ask him about suicide? I did, but you know, weirdly, when I was this is a repeat for the people at home. But I was walking underneath one of those bridges by the Waverley Station, you know, that are high up. And as I was walking by, someone threw a bottle off the bridge, uh, and it smashed like about 10, 20 feet in head, ahead of me. So I wasn't really ever in danger. But then, as I passed under the bridge, Colin was coming the other way, <laughs> and so he's you know he sort of gave me this weird look. Mm. So I think he's either a ghost or he maybe he had a parachute and he jumped off the bridge, mm. come down to see if he's not a very me. good. Shot, he, he isn't. No, he came. He came too early. <laughs> but it was oh, well. very explosive. It was amazing <laughs> to see this blood, this bottle. So uh, I, don't, I don't know what happens to us after. I think I don't know. I'd like to think there was something else, but I suspect you? not. Why would you like to think there was something else? Though? Would you really like to live for eternity rather than just dying? I think. Like, don't you think that living forever? I- is worse than just but being switched could off. Could you not like just like decide to clock out after a while? <laughs> I don't know if you could. That's what I think. I don't know whether you can. You could turn, you know, become part of the cosmic energy of the universe. That's what some people think. But you that know, sounds like a load of shit, doesn't it? Does. it? <laughs> <laughs> cosmic energy. And why would you? And what does that? And it's just something different, anyway. I think well, you just die. So. I'll probably get cremated. Cremated. Yeah. Right. Does that make a difference? Well, it means if you believe in ancient Egyptian afterlife philosophies that you won't be able to come back to your body. So only if you think the ancient Egyptians were right. Most people seem to have discounted their theories <laughs> at this stage. They believed them quite strongly. They built the pyramids and stuff. They, they were kind of into it. Got quite philosophical, haven't we? Shall we yeah. go back to doing some stuff about... Cock r- jokes. Cocks. Uh, have you ever seen a massive cock? That's the most... <laughs> my new I'm emergency... I've seen the side one! <laughs> <laughs> Are there? I've won! I've definitely won now! <laughs> You've, won. You've definitely won. Uh, I yes, I have. Up. Have you? Um, <laughs> on, online, I have sometimes. Yeah, have you, sometimes. Yeah. No, that wasn't so not just always. once. Then. I don't. But it's, as a man, it's not great to have to. I mean, I think that's odd when you watch pornography and the man's got, a, which I very rarely do, uh, just for research <laughs> and to ejaculate too. Uh, that's the only. <laughs> those are the only two times I would do it. Uh, otherwise, uh, there's no point in doing it. Uh, sometimes you just think, well, that man's penis is too big. This is, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like... Just yeah, yeah, and that's, that's what most women think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I'm feeling excluded from this fantasy scenario by the man not being having unrealistic genital oh, really? equipment. Oh, so you want realistic I want realistic. Porn. You don't want realistic <laughs> porn, do you? You oh. could make that. <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy what. Well, maybe I would enjoy what. You would. You would totally love <laughs> watching yourself. Do you think I can get my wife to say, "I've changed my job. I've become a porn actor, but I still love you"? Oh, you, you. think you can do it? 
professional. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more like, you know, like amateur stuff. Right. But okay. you, you think you well, can make if, it a job. If, if you've got the camera, Sarah, I'm happy <laughs> to give it a go. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'll just leave that. <laughs> so, look, look, should we have some... We better have some stand-up. We'll have some stand-up uh, and we'll go backstage and discuss. It is th- our third date. I, qu- I count this as a date. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> so, well, you know, third date. You've come back three times. <laughs> Must be expecting a little bit of something. Uh, I think we genuinely, we gen, um, I I genuinely. Just stay out, Jim. Is anybody mind if I just stay out here <laughs> while, while the stand-ups on? Is that all right? <laughs> I think uh, we've genuinely. Uh, well, I say we, me, have genuinely upset the audience this time. So I will apologize. It was a kind of joke. I'm sorry. I didn't really mean any of the stuff. Uh, he means apart every from, fucking Apart word. from Sarah being a very, very attractive woman, and I was. I admit my mistakes in the past. In calling her hideous, that was a mistake. <laughs> it was. A, what's wrong with you? I'm it saying you're attractive. To... Why are people upset by that? Ah, oh, I can't win. I think. Why don't you know? What? If you come back here with me, I'm going to show you a mirror, and you can have a look at the state <laughs> of you. I put my best shirt on for you. Look at this. It's nice. I'm like a guru. I've got no. <laughs> I've got, got no. Colour. Got no collar because I'm kind of a holy man. How many days have you had it on? <laughs> I, know, I know what Edinburgh's like. How many days it's have you just, had this it is on? The first one. It just I have sweated into it quite badly. Oh, that's just one day's it's worth one of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you have surpassed yourself, Mr. Herring. <laughs> Let us introduce uh, someone doing a five-minute slot. He'll tell you all about his show. He's the fantastic Jeff Norcott, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thanks very much. My name's uh, Jeff Norcott, I'm doing a show up here called Jeff Norcott Occasionally Sells Out. Yeah, I'm a club beast, that's what I do, I go out to the weekend clubs, not like these trendy lefties up here, I go to comedy clubs, mainly I look out and see a sea of stags and hens, that's my normal thing. I've learned some stuff over the years, one of the things is, when you see that, you can't take the piss out of women when they're in a group, you've got to be very careful. So if you go in too harsh, there's always a very good chance one of the women will suddenly stand up and go, who the fuck are you? I'm sorry, you don't actually know Laura. <laughs> She's had a really hard week. <laughs> it all gets a bit tense, right? Conversely, I've never really understood. You take the piss out of one bloke in a group, it's generally the best thing that could happen on their night out. <laughs> Men love it. They're like, mate, take him down. <laughs> best thing is, he's depressed right now. This could push him over the edge. Don't hold back. My brother and I love him, but make him cry, all right? So that's what I normally do, right? But I've come up here. There's some other things I want to talk about. Because like I say, the normal thing is quite lefty up here, isn't it? It's sort of quite atheist. First thing is, I believe in God. Yeah? That's blowing. <laughs> He's going, if he pulls out an acoustic guitar, I'm fucking off. Right? I didn't come here for this shit. I do believe in God. Uh, I'm not massively into it, you know. But uh, I'm getting a bit pissed off with atheists. They're a little bit lippy at the moment. I think they do benefit from certain aspects of faith. But they never show any gratitude. So I'm advocating some sanctions for atheists. Yeah, first one. If you go to a European city on a mini break, you can't look at any churches. There you go. <laughs> Only seems fair, doesn't it? If you don't like the beliefs, can't look at the buildings. That's the, uh, go back loads of photos of you in front of leisure centres. Like, <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, second one, OMG, now becomes OMD, oh my Dawkins. Yeah. And there's no Christmas Day. There's no, no, don't look sad. No Christmas Day, because you're, like, you're always talking about science, you like, aren't you? Oh, I love science. I'm so excited about molecules. Well, instead of Christmas Day, you've got to now celebrate Big Bang Day. Which admittedly also sounds like quite a lot of fun. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> but it's not as good for the kids. Big Bang Day, not as good for the kids. No, you would enjoy it, little fella. Because um, <laughs> what would you get from your dad? You go, Dad, what have you got me? He give you a little box. You open it up. And you go, there's nothing in there. And he goes, yeah, that's right, because it's a Higgs boson particle. All right, it's technically both in the box and still in the shop at the same time. So uh, knock yourself out, sunshine. 
I'm also I'm also getting more right wing the older I get. Uh, I am a Tory, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck. We thought the Christians. Done. One clap there. There you go. I've been up here 14 days. The first one. Maybe it's just your applaud. It. It's brave to be a Tory. Well, I'm not one of the mean ones. It's not like at the Hitler end. It's more the Ken Clark sort of thing. But uh, the presumption is always that. And I'm enjoying the austerity measures far more than I should. I can't wait for them to go after the fucking pensioners because those lot have been taking a piss, haven't they? Really? With all their free shit. No matter how much money they've got. Uh, my wife's grandparents, they were moaning about the fact that cold weather payments might be taken away. I was like, but you live in Alicante. You know, I think, I think you might be all right. We were all told growing up, right? We were always told, well, you know, we had it tougher in our day. We had it tougher. Well, how's that then? Well, all we got for Christmas was a Satsuma. Like, yeah, but you've done all right since then, haven't you? Hey? Bought your council house for seven quid. That was all right, wasn't it? <laughs> Ate all the cod in the North Sea. <laughs> Fucking hell. Poor little Johnny, he got no fish for him in the 60s. They didn't give a fuck, did they? What, what are you going to be eating, mate? Pollock is what you're going to be eating. It's some <laughs> fictional fish. And you, you conduct the issue if you want, but the baby boomers, they've got block voting power, right? And he's going to get pissed off this still. How old are you, mate? I'm 25. 25? Fuck, misread that. I thought you were about 14. But... Um, <laughs> Nonetheless, you look young, right? So he will be like Terminator, like John Connor in the future. He will lead the war against the old. There will be civil war between the young and the old. There will be. And it's going to look like a very weird war. Because young people get up very late, don't they? And uh, old people go to bed very early. So war will only be possible between the hours of 2 and 4 p.m. Um, And initially the old people will be on the back foot because they just can't work Google Maps, you know? No matter how hard they try, eventually one of their grandsons will show them. He'll get shot for collaborating. It's all going to get... And eventually the old people will win the war by cutting Wi-Fi and 3G. Starve you fuckers out. There'll be kids who haven't been Facebook poked for seven days. You know. And also there's one last thing that is uh, possibly not a popular thing to talk about at the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, I'm quite patriotic about being English. Is that okay up here in Scotland? That's going to be a no then, isn't it? It's uh, a... <laughs> I, I, I just, it's, it's not popular, is it? All the things I am, like, religious, it's not popular, English, not popular, it's got an image problem. I saw this when I went to the Moulin Rouge, right, in Paris, and they had a comedian on, weirdly, in the middle, and he got three people up on stage, and it was mainly French audience. I said to the first woman, like, where are you from? She said, Japan. They were like, oh, Japan, that's quite exotic and cool. I said to the next bloke, where are you from? And he said, England. They were like, nerd. <laughs> and I was like, what, what have we done now? My wife's like, sit down, Jeff, you're drunk. I went, you sit down. She went, I am sitting down. I went, well, yeah, maybe I'm quite drunk then, you know. It's, uh... <laughs> and he went to a third bloke, said, where are you from? He said, Brazil. Oh, that got a little round of applause, Brazil, isn't it? Because the associations are so positive. And then the bloke remembered that he had a Brazilian flag on his T-shirt, went like that, and he got a standing ovation. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, must be brilliant coming from Brazil, eh? No horrific corruption or inequality there. Just get up every day is like one big fucking Nike advert, isn't it? Like, oh, I, I, oh, I. And I was thinking, if the English bloke, when they'd asked him where he was from, he'd have revealed a St George's Cross and done some Morris dancing. It'd have, it'd have been the least sexy moment at the Moulin Rouge since a Nazi Christmas party, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, listen, <laughs> okay, for the seven of you that might be interested in this show, it's, uh, it's a fucking niche market, I'll be honest. Uh, it's, uh, it's 5 p.m. today at, at, at the Tron, uh, so I'll be flying on the way out, and uh, please don't beat me up. I'm Jeff Norcott. Thank you very much. Jeff Norcott. He's that. It's really rebellious. You're thinking it amongst all these comedians, the Tory, Christian, English loving man. It's good. It's challenging. That's what comedy should be. Uh, so, uh, 
Fuck so you just thought it should just be all cockatoos? No, it shouldn't be. That's what, because that's my territory. Everyone else should. I was the first person to think of that. Oh, can't get on my stool. Oh, well. Fucking hell. Not you after what we went up to backstage, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nice and soft, at least. So that's one. That's one advantage. But um, I've never seen one that small. It was, <laughs> it was adorable. <laughs> so um, I think we we might have to get straight on the competition. I've quick before we do. What there was something else I was going to ask you about on here. I thought, uh, what's it like? Uh, working with Judd Apatow. I'm on Bo Burnham's one again. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, citation needed. I like to help uh, Wikipedia out, even though uh, they always go and edit my page, and, and every time it's edited and cut stuff off. I don't know why I'm trying to help them. Uh, but there's a citation needed on your Wikipedia page, uh, which is uh, your third show, Chatterbox, was hosted by The Stand in 2010. Is that correct? That is correct. There you go, Wikipedia. That sorted out for you. No longer need a citation. <laughs> just links to this podcast. <laughs> and... Uh, Sorted it out for you. It's nice to just help tidy up those citations need. They're quite... They took down all... I had a list of all... Someone had put it up, and it was very useful for me, a list of every Edinburgh show I'd ever done, which I would then occasionally Even add. the ones where you've cheated and done the same one again? Yeah, because oh, they're okay. a different show. Uh, but it's just interesting to have the list, and then they wouldn't... Because they weren't... They were someone... This needs, this needs citations to prove... And I wasn't going to go through and put, like, links to something that proved I'd done those shows every year. So they took it down. Put it, I put Aww. it up on my Wikipedia. What's wrong with them? Leave my page alone. It's true. I'm verifying it all, so you don't need. Well, it's not like it's in my interest to change it, make it look better than it actually is. <laughs> Some people do go on there, and because uh, I talk about Wikipedia quite a lot, people do go and vandalise other people's. Other well, people, it's not yours. Well, uh, well I, when we did the Andrew Collins uh, podcast uh, for some, I can't even remember how this happened, but um, I decided that Barabbas, who was released in Son of Jesus, uh, his crime had been. <laughs> So for that, that his crime was that he was a bummer, <laughs> and, and then and then someone went and changed his Wikipedia, the historical characters Barabbas, because in those days that would have been a crime. I'm not saying it's. I'm saying I'm, I'm a big supporter of bumming now. Uh, for well, me, because it opens your options. <laughs> it does, not just your options. Uh, it's, um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Eyes bulge sometimes, uh, but um, uh, but then someone put Barabbas is a bummer on uh, on. How long did it stay? It stayed up for quite a long time. We're going to have a look at a few things have stayed there. I think there's one <laughs> some from that reign of terror. A few things that I can't remember who. Is it was. because it's a citation needed? Then there's a link to this. Put <laughs> <laughs> your yeah. podcast. Barabbas then... was a bummer. So there yeah, we go. That's, yeah. that's, that's that's sorted out. Done. Just that's the link. Whether well, they'll bother to listen through. Right, we're going to have to do this competition. So you're very kindly giving two tickets to any of your remaining shows. Yeah, I think we can squeeze. Yeah, because it's all about. We've. I think we can probably squeeze uh, two tickets for any so of them. It's only Wednesday to Sunday that I'm doing because I'm a part timer. So whoever wins this will just have to uh, have a word, and we'll put you on the yeah. door for whichever one you want to come to. You can also win a Talking Cock book and DVD. Uh, only available. Oh, is it? Go can you, can you like read the book and follow along? Is it like? <laughs> it isn't. No. Oh, yeah, it isn't okay. Like that. Oh, I would um, like that. <laughs> I'll try. I'll do that for you, especially. Uh, you can win a copy of Bitter and Jaded, a uh, magazine. Uh, I don't know what it is really, but someone sent it to me. Oh, you can't win whatever this is. I'm going to open it first, just in case it's you know some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to give you. It's the red <laughs> shape, well, isn't it? Yeah, you could definitely like, get a turd in that. Well, it's just like a I don't really think long. You do it straight <laughs> in. Wouldn't you put it in some foil I don't or something know, you could to just keep poo it fresh? In. Just poo. <laughs> Really just put long. straight that's really long make sure you've got the end on though I think they maybe I think they maybe started an envelope and then realised what they actually had up there <laughs> well let's get let's get the tube out um, 
You can win a copy of uh, 10, which is... I give away a free DVD in my show, We're All Going to Die. It's in two and a half hours of my best stand-up. You know, and that's only comparative to me, but that is still... <laughs> It's still it's quite good, isn't it? It's still quite If you like me, that is quite good. You can win tickets to the Alternative Comedy Memorial Society, which I'm in. I'm going to think I'm going to do the Mars bar routine tonight. Can have a crack at that. Uh, so you'll have to see that. And uh, some Haribo, some small Haribo. These are... Uh, Free. The Super Mix Minis. <laughs> Who did you get that off? I don't know. Dave from the stand gives me... I don't, oh. know, why, I don't know why he's got loads of sweets. It's a bit suspicious. <laughs> Lots of... Handily packaged, ten in a pack. So don't want to waste my Haribo. Every child, <laughs> you get any child with ten Haribo. Don't get the big pack. Such they'll, a eat waste. All, they'll eat all of them. And a whoopee cushion. And uh, two, look, two interesting things that I'm not going to tell you what, so the people at home won't know. Ooh. And if the so, pen is no, the that's pen? my pen. I need that. Oh, it's a good pen. You and could put it in. Yeah. <laughs> well, in your you, notebook. No, that's got us. That's very important. That one day that will be worth lots of money. So everyone needs to stand up. We haven't got long actually. So everyone stand up. We're going to make some statements. So either true or false. If you think they're true, put your hands on your head. If you think false, put your hands on your bottom. If you get it wrong, wrong you have to sit down. Uh, last person standing wins all of those prizes. Uh, do you have a statement of truth or falsehood? Not Sarah? right now. If you do one, I'll have okay. a think. Sarah Millican's middle name is Louise. Is that true or false? Is your middle name Louise? It's Jane. Jane. I Sorry. I just, go oh, ahead. I, just get, I just guessed. I do that one every day. Um, I, if, if you're here, don't always go for it. Someone, I might hit it by accident. Sometimes Rich, it might be in there. Richard Heron's middle name is Kevin. True or false? Uh, well, it isn't. It's Keith. So well, I think we've got one man oh, out. Oh, really? They're such fans. There. Bless them. It's Sarah adorable. Millican's middle name. <laughs> No, uh, uh, I was uh, I was on uh, the horn section last night, and the uh, the drummer of the horn section is Giles Brandreth's son. Is that true or false? I think it's false. I think Richard Stillgo's son used to play the <gasps> piano. I'm not sure he still does. So that was a good one. You got another one? I have, no, I haven't. Have you got another one? Yeah, I should think so. Let me have a look. Um, uh, Sarah Millican has a blog. I've got a blog on my website, which I've done every single day for 11 years. Uh, Sarah Millican's blog has two entries on her website. Is that true? Is that true or false? Just two entries. True or false? It is uh, false. It has three entries. <laughs> Because I've been too busy working. <laughs> I know. Who's still in? Are you still in? You're still in? Anyone else back there still in? You're very honest. Well, don't you? So just the two of you. I've got a Nike Fuel band on me that I've been wearing all these uh, recently. How many points do you think I'm up to so far today on the Nike Fuel band? If you get it within 100, I'll give you £20. <laughs> but if you win, you'll just get... Whoever's closest will win uh, these prizes. Uh, you kind of go up to about, in the whole course of a day, you might go, I've been going up to about 5,000, right? But I do a lot of my walking in the afternoon. So, uh, so a number between sort of naught and 5,000, the closest will win. What do you think? 3,500, what do you think, sir? 1,000. 1,000, I think. Let's have a look. I can't lie. The fuel coming up. 1,643. You're closer, sir. You're just closer. I'm quite, that's more than I thought. So you've won all of this stuff. That's easy because you're nearby. Uh, there you go. And uh, there's something else here. Although, don't forget those two things. Yeah, those things that no one will ever know what they are unless they come and see the show. Uh, thank you very much to my fantastic guests today, Jeff Norcott and Sarah Millican, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow we're back.
with Paul Foote and Sean Hughes. And someone else as well doing the stand. Benny Boots doing the stand-up, I think. So do come along and see it. Thank you very much. Goodbye. See you next time. 3-0 to me. 3-0 to me. 3-0.